money. Girl, get your money. Sex. Ain't no humping going around over here. Relationships. <clears throat> Current events. New York Times Sunday paper says here. Controversy. I don't know about you, but I got a vent. It all gets covered here. It's time to reshape. Girl, fix those panties. Recreate. Fuck your mind up. And motivate your mindset. What mindset, girl? I've been talking to y'all for three years. Y'all still ain't can't get it right. So, get ready for that cigar smoking. Girl, I love a good cigar. Cupcake loving. Ooh, I gotta lay off those cupcakes. They making my butt a little too big. Coffee drinking shopaholic. The coffee is staining my teeth and I got more clothes than the law should allow. Your sis and mine, MJ. Hey, dear sis family, what's going on? It's your girl, MJ. I'm back at it again today with my fabulous co-host, Mahogany, is in the building. What's going hey, on, Hey, everyone. I've missed you, MJ. Oh, I missed you, too. But you just had a day off, which is fine. And I approved <laughs> your absence from me. I wanted to jump in real quick and not really jump in real quick, but we're definitely going to take our time with this one. We have Christina Sasso that will be joining us in the studio in a few so listen, how was your weekend? What's going on? Oh, man, my weekend was crazy. It was beautiful here in the Midwest. You know, the boys have basketball now. And I did two church services yesterday and went to the gym. So I was pretty much done by yesterday evening. But it was a really good weekend. How about you, MJ? Nice, nice. Let's see. Over the weekend, I had a few days off. So I hung out with friends, hung out with my boo. My boo was still in town. So we just did like the friend thing. I went and smoked a cigar. Just hung out with like great friends and I was around a lot of positive energy. Nothing crazy has that. happened. As you guys know, I still work at the bar. I bartend. If I don't know if Dears' family ever knew I bartend. That's so funny. I don't ever think I mentioned that. I bartend. Let me dive right into the whole goddamn bar thing. On Sundays, I bartend on Sunday nights at this place in Lawrence Township. I've been there for about four years and I love the place. It's a dive bar, and the typical dive bars are the typical dive bars. But this one is a bit more peculiar when it comes to the average dive bar. Okay. So the customers that come in and out of there are very different, eclectic, and I should say a little bizarre, which is fine because we have all different types of walks of life that come to McGuinn's, and everybody enjoys the food, the cocktails, and, of course, the waitress. No, the bartender. Scratch that. Not waitress. I'm not a... Yeah, I am a waitress and a bartender, I guess, because I have to serve food as well. I stumbled upon two guests that entered the bar, and we were talking about the show because they're interested in the show. However, they was also interested in the dating game. Going back to mm. you, Mahogany, I definitely have to put the light on you because I talk too goddamn much, and it's time for us to get more involved with Mahogany. So this is what happened. They decided to enter the contest, of course. Both of them handsome guys. They decided to enter the contest just to see what was going on, to see what it was all about. One took longer than the other, and I said to him, the reason why you're taking so goddamn long is probably because you're not interested. Oh, no, it's not that I'm not interested then what the hell is taking you so long? Of course, it's a 10 <laughs> survey question or a questionnaire, whatever you want to call it, but you need to fill it out. And I do have some of the emails. I have two emails that we received and I'm sure you do as well. And we could dive right into that when you want to. But how are you feeling about this whole dating game process? MJ, it's no secret to you. It may be a secret to, the, to our dear sis family. Shout out to the dear sis family. I am incredibly shy and oh it it has been difficult, even though it was my idea, it's been difficult for me to lean in to this dating game. Not that I don't want to, it's just I'm shy and naturally awkward. And so 
I'm excited about it. I'm just really shy about it for some, for whatever reason. Right. And so when you were telling that, when you were mentioning the guy took a little bit longer than the other, I can actually relate to that. And it's not that it's something that he may not have wanted to do. He just may be shy. And how do you, you really, I'm really putting myself out there in a vulnerable space that I'm not used to. Well, so I'm leaning, I'm, I'm trying to lean into it. It's different for me. But I'm excited about it at the same time, if that makes sense. Absolutely. But at the same time, this was your idea. Yes, which is okay. what I mentioned. It, it okay. was my idea. And I talk a lot of stuff. I really want to lean into it, but I'm shy. I can't get rid of the shyness and awkwardness. It's new for me. It's like I want to get a new car, but I don't want the payment. And so it may take me a little bit of time. Although I want a new car, this is just in general. It may take me a little time to make that decision or lean into it or jump into it. But I really want to do it. I'm just really shy. And yes, it was my idea. And I am. I think the sunshine is helping me to lean into it a little bit more. I feel like if I wasn't in a relationship at all, then it probably would have been smoother. Not to say that I'm the end all be all because I'm not. There's always work for me. There's still room for improvement. I have to work on my teeth. It's a lot of things that's going on with me personally. However, I think that maybe if we were doing it together, it wouldn't be so much pressure. And the pressure will be taken off of you just the same way it'll be taken off of me. The spotlight wouldn't just be on me. But in addition, I've never I wanted really dated to be before. on you. <laughs> I know. And I, and that's why I love you, MJ. I mean, I mentioned that in um, the Martin Luther King episode, how you like others to shine and you empower, you make others shine. And that's why I love you so much. It's hard. And, you know, it's um, something that I've never I've never dated. I've been married. And so stepping out there is a little unnerving. But. I have decided to do things afraid, which is why I'm here, which is why I'm even podcasting, because this is something that I would never have done. But I just pushed myself out there and I'm going to do the same thing with the dating game, too. So dear sis family, apply. I'm looking forward to meeting everyone. I'm really excited about it. Hopefully I'll be in New Jersey in April so that I can meet everyone or however we're going to do this. But I'm, I'm really excited, MJ. Just just know I'm shy. I'm getting over it. I need a little prick in the butt to get it together, but I'm going to get it together. <laughs> Maybe you do need a prick in the butt. Whatever you want to do, whatever strokes your ego, your boat, whatever got go- whatever you have going on. You know, I, I yes. don't have any coffee, so I'm a little bit like off. But however, I definitely agree that you should go with that. And if I'm talking too fast, that's because I have not had my coffee yet and I shall very soon. However, I'm excited about this whole ordeal with the dating game and mahogany, getting involved, meeting new people, being excited, being anxious, and you can also be shy. That's okay. That's innocent. A lot of people don't believe that I'm shy. I am shy. And the reason why I am because shyness comes from rejection. Okay. So Mm. I will say that. All right. Mm-hmm. So without further ado, Christina Sasso was here. Oh. And you know what? I also want you to read the emails, Chris, if you can, because you're an excellent reader and I'm all over the place. Not to say that I cannot read. It's just that I'm all over the place. And then we'll dive right into this venting segment. OK. Yes, ma'am. So show me those emails. I will. So uh, <coughs> Mahogany. So are we excited or are we just like all over the place, though? I'm super excited to talk to Miss Christina. You know, I, I found out earlier this morning that she was going to be on the show. That show I was thrilled. I uh, I have so many questions for, for you, Miss Christina. Okay. But I'm going to let you do your thing. 
but I'm just excited that you're here. I think you are a, a perfect balance to He Who Shall Not Be Named, who we absolutely <laughs> love. But um, love I'm, I'm just really okay. excited that you're on the show today. And, you know, you you bring a different perspective and Always. looking forward to Dear Sis Family hearing from you. Not so much. You don't have to read all of them. I say go like through one through five or whatever, whatever you just oh, okay. use your own judgment. You don't have to give out the phone number and you can definitely say the name. OK, so these are questions that they were answering. Okay. Correct. So Correct. this is Jared. And he said, what's the weirdest dream you've ever had? And he said, I've had a few. Ever since I brought my weighted blanket, there's been a lot. Mm, maybe he's sleeping deeper. My wildest dream was me in a regular day, but in my old apartment. I went to work and the whole nine. That's your wildest dream? Okay. I mean, <laughs> people have weird Jared. All right, Jared. <laughs> Wilder dreams. Okay, if you could travel to any year in a time machine, what year would you choose and why? I would travel back to 1999. I was about to finish high school and would make a lot better decisions that would lead me to better and safer current day. Okay. Well, I say to Jared, it's never too late. You can always make a new decision today, right? Absolutely, but I feel like Jared's questions are a little like boring, but go ahead. <laughs> Sorry, Jared. Oh, here's something. If you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be and why? My sexual energy. It has gotten me into trouble. Uh oh. oh okay. a, now, I think that's a little. You might want to keep the sexual energy because shit, my game might <clears throat> need because she needs a little bit. Okay. I have blamed for signs I didn't mean to send and interactions that I regret. A lot of lines crossed that shouldn't have. Mm, okay, mm. there's a little alarm bell for you there, Mahogany. Well, this is good. Yes, it's good to know ahead of time. Why should you be chosen for a date with Mahogany? Because I like technology and I admire the bravery of Mahogany. Anything can happen from putting you out there like that. I have a fetish for honesty, so I think we'd have a lot to talk about. Okay. Okay, nice. What's your favorite season of the year and why? Summer, I guess, but we can always find heat. I'm a naturalist. I enjoy nude beaches and nude resorts. I can't be home naked in the cold. The ashiness just hops on you immediately. <laughs> All righty. Wow. I mean, that was just one. <laughs> that was just one. I mean. Wow. Yeah, wow mm, indeed. I wonder where Jared lives. Well, I think I know where he lives from the okay. information I saw there. And we have one more. Um, I dived into this one just a little bit. I thought this one was All right. You you do it. More charming, I should say. This you, from, you've already read it, so you um Tyrone. This is from Tyrone. Okay. Oh, if you win a date, well let's see. What's the weirdest dream you ever had? He said the weirdest dream he ever had was involved with a, a swag surfing on a jet. In the Bahamas. I know it sounds crazy, but it made me laugh after I woke up. Hmm, interesting. Wow. I've been, huh. people should hear some of my dreams. These are like, that's like an everyday life thing. Okay. Here's another <laughs> one that was good. Why should you be chosen for a date with Mahogany? Ah, okay. Because I'll take good care of Mahogany and make sure we, make sure we enjoy our evening. Good vibes, good food, good drinks go a long way. Bring a smile to bring a smile to her face to see where the rest of the night takes us. Adults doing oh, adults wow. thing. Okay, okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right, all right, all right. 
what's your favorite season of the year and why? Summer. Because I'm a summer baby. I love working in the sun. My only pet peeves with the summer is how easily I tan. I go from peanut butter to dark chocolate in two weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. That's good. What's That's good. I like when someone makes you laugh, right? Even through just a text message. That's what my boo did for me. But anyway... What's the biggest fear and why? What's your biggest fear and why? Being buried alive. I can Ooh. accept dying mm. and a lot of other things, but please don't bury me alive. You hear that, Mahogany? Don't bury me Don't bury that nigga alive. <laughs> Listen, I have the Very same good. fear. Really? I have the exact same. Yes, I, I have in my will... I want to be cremated because I don't want my family to have the burden of having to pay for all the, the show and all that. That's great. But I always say, make sure I'm dead before I'm put in the oven. Make sure. <laughs> I have a fear of being buried alive. That is like my biggest fear. Well, burned alive. Or being wow. exactly, burned or alive. Being, burned. Uh, okay. yeah. burned alive. Both yes. would be pretty bad. Both will be definitely <laughs> yes. pretty bad. So, absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah, guys. So the real reason why Christina Sasso is on the show with us today it's not really a real reason. She can always join. I'm always open arms when she comes in and all the love in the building. But we definitely wanted to recap from last week's episode about exposing yourself and pronouns and relationships. And I just wanted her to dive into that a little bit to give her um, her views, her opinions, not even so much opinions, but her thoughts and how she felt about it, because it was definitely a heavy hitter and it was a controversial show i should say i just need a better understanding of what it all really means in one sense so christina is here to clean that up and mahogany i know you wanted to share a few things on your views and how you felt about it so here we go before i dive into my venting segment oh boy oh yeah well i just want to say straight out i agree with frank but our approach is a lot different. And I think that's why God put us together, because we temper each other. So we're a good match. Frank gets hot-headed, and he, he doesn't often think he speaks right off the cuff. So what you hear is, you know, what you see is what you get with Frank. And I'm not saying that I lie. I don't. I just temper it because I like to lead with love in every situation. So I love, and Frank and I both love everyone. Everyone. Yes, absolutely. I don't hate a person. I hate the enemy that exists in this world today, and that's uh, the d- demonic spirit. But I love everybody. I just I feel I feel compassion for people who are under that influence or deceived by that influence. My go-to is always, you know, Jesus loves you. There, you know, sin has already been taken care of at the cross. So God's not looking at your sin. If you're a believer, then you're, you're walking around with a clear conscience. Now, that doesn't mean that gives you a license to sin because we get in trouble for that, blah, blah, blah. I've heard that a million times. It means that because I've been forgiven of everything, past, present, and future, that I have this glorious future. And because I have this glorious future, I don't want to be rude. <laughs> That's a bad word. To be against the person that gave me that future. I want to do everything I can for it. So because of that, I don't want to sin. I don't want to, to walk the wrong road. I want to 
live the best life I can. I want to get to heaven. And Jesus says to me, well done, my good and faithful servant. We love everybody. Not everyone is welcome in our home, but that's because we don't deal with toxic people. That doesn't mean that we don't love them. It just means that we guard our hearts. So I'm not going to let that into my home or into my heart and into my head. We have people in our home, and you can attest to that, of the people that we just had for Christmas. We had a house full. Yes. And every walk of life, every belief system, we love everybody, but everyone clearly knows where we stand as absolutely, well. Absolutely. So any, anybody can come up to me and say what they want. It doesn't affect me. It doesn't, I don't get offended, but I have the right to my opinion and I have a right to protest and I have a right to say something that differs from whatever anyone else would say, just like anyone else does. And we all have to be quote unquote tolerant, right? So you have to be tolerant of us. Okay, that was well said. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Definitely. I appreciate, Miss Christina, your vulnerability and your transparency on your thoughts around this topic because it can be incredibly polarizing. Not to speak on behalf of Uncle Frank, but I I think that when persona meets belief, you get the explosion (laughs) of tree (laughs) killing. Yeah, of course. Right. Mm -hmm. And I, I have, I never thought that, and he even said last week that he loves everyone. Right. And, and for me, I don't know anything about it. I know that I don't necessarily, it's not that I don't agree with it. I don't know anything about it. I'm I'm very confused by it. And so I often want to know what the mindset is to make a decision about your pronouns. This is completely new for me because I don't come across it a ton where I live. So I'm kind of new to it. There are terms that I'm just not familiar with. And I'm often trying to seek to understand before I have an, I don't come into people who identify in that way. But one thing that you expressed, Christina, in what you just shared is a great amount of grace and the love of God and the love of Jesus that's in you. And this is not a religious podcast, but I do want to honor that in you because I think sometimes we rate sin not to get biblical. No, I, I know what you're saying. But exactly. Some, mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. but sometimes we rate sin and we look at one sin bigger than the other when all sin is unrighteousness. Right. And I love how you just shared, hey, I've had all kinds of people in my home. I can talk to anybody. It's just I don't believe in this particular lifestyle. But there are other things you don't believe in either. This is just a topic of the day. Exactly. We can all go down the list of things we don't believe in. It doesn't mean I hate that person, though. And I think that that's what you're trying to explain to the Dear Sis family. So thank you. Oh, thank you for very uh, explaining it better. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Okay. Good, 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 good. Good stuff. Good, good. Now that we got that cleared up, you guys know what time it is. I don't know about you, but I got a vent. (laughs) The New York Times Sunday's paper says here. So I'm reading from two different articles, and this is quite interesting. I'm reading from Modern Love, and I'm also reading from, it's the same paper. It's Of course, it's the same paper, but it doesn't have like a subtitle or a headline or anything like that. But the title from, from Modern Love says here, In the Cool Darkness, Heartbreaks Feels Good. I can agree a little bit and I'm going to say I must I'm going to share why not say why I'm going to share why because I feel like your alone time can be darkness especially when you're going through a heartbreak and you feel like mm-hmm. you know what this feels good I need my alone time I need time to think I need time to regroup I don't want to be around no friends I don't want no phone calls no text messages none of that I don't even want to watch TV because you need that time with yourself to forgive yourself okay mm-hmm. get your cries out yell 
scream, whatever you want to do in terms of a bad breakup, or maybe it could have been a good breakup, but something you didn't want at that particular time, or it just took you by surprise. So it says here, the boyfriend installs her in a passion for movies to heal. And that's where she goes. So in other words, she went to the movie theater with the boyfriend to heal. And he kind of basically walks out. For me, I'm one of them people, like if I'm going through a bad breakup, yeah, I, I want my alone time, I cry, but I take breakups very hard. That's just me. And I really do. I, I have to admit that as much as I don't want to. <laughs> but I do. I take breakups really, really hard because I feel like I have given or gave so much of me that I can't get back. And now it's time for me to rebuild again and give it to someone else. And hopefully, fingers crossed that it doesn't happen again. And that hopefully part is scary for me because it's uncertain. Because you're not too sure. You're like, you're going in again. You're taking another stab at it. Is it worth it? Should I do it? Of course you should. It's absolutely worth it. Because at the same time, the person that mistreated you and hurt you will not be the same person you meet along the way. That person might be totally opposite, sweep you off your feet, and be just like a gem and a jewel of all the things you want. But it's just taking that leap and... Doing what you have to do in order to find out what's going on when it comes to relationships. So that one is, that's a good one. I like that one. And also. MJ, I have a question about that one really quick before you move on, MJ. After heartbreak, how do you trust again? How do you take that leap and start a new relationship? How does that work? I don't. Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't. And I've said this to my partner and a lot of people that know me very well. It's not Mm -hmm. easy for me to trust. I always say I don't trust anyone. And maybe that's just something in my mind. Maybe that's just something in my head. Maybe that's just like a a protective blanket for me at the time. But I just I don't because I feel like everyone has a motive. Someone's trying Mm -hmm. to get over. There's always that underlying of guilt or innocence or uncertainty. And I don't want any of that because when I give you myself I'm giving all of me to you and mm-hmm. I want that back and if I don't get that back that's where it's like ah. and not automatic it doesn't have to be automatic but slowly but shortly coming along like for instance I was in a, a past relationship and the crazy about the guy crazy crazy about the guy but only to find out he wasn't crazy about me mm-hmm. and I was like hmm so you beat yourself up and you wonder What did you do wrong or what happened Mm -hmm. along the way for that person to not maybe not like you or dislike you? And I I don't think it was that. And maybe it was something that was in his way that was stopping him from moving forward. Maybe it was someone else or maybe there was someone in the way or maybe he was just unfamiliar. He didn't want it at the time and pretended to like me as much as I liked him. So that's what really, really tore me apart and bothered me a lot. So I'm very careful when it comes to the whole uh, dating thing. And I'm just, that's just who I am. Because when I give so, you me, I'm giving you all of me. I don't, I don't have a motive. I'm not looking right. for a meal ticket out. Because I people that know me personally know I can hustle and I do my thing. And, and right. I bring a lot of light and sunshine to someone's life. And I want it back in return. And when I don't get it back, I just want to take it hard. 
So do you think in general, this is not an MJ question, but in general, and dear sis family, I'm even asking you, do you think that we take the time to heal from our past relationships prior to moving on to the next? Or do you think that, again, this is not MJ, this has nothing to do with you. I'm just asking for myself. Do you think that we try to find a partner or someone to create a bandage for our hurt and not heal and just keep moving on and on and on without taking that time. Because one of the things you said was, this is something that I did. You were very self-reflective. And I wonder if we in general take the time to be self-reflective so that we're not taking that baggage onto the next, into the next relationship. Um, I would say like all, you know, all wounds, they hear and of heal. And of course we try to put a bandaid over it, but eventually the bandaid is going to come off and that score will be healed. We'll remember that score. But at the same time, I believe that score that we have, we won't allow it to come again. We'll be familiar with mm-hmm. it. And of course you have to forgive and move on because you're not really forgiving the person. You're really forgiving yourself for mm-hmm. allowing that to happen. And then eventually you'll start to love again and, You'll just be that beautiful person that you are inside and out. So that's my take when it comes to love and heartbreaks. And I do believe people need that time alone just so that they can heal within themselves and just regroup. Maybe some shit you did wrong Mm -hmm. and you wasn't familiar with it. And a lot of times we, we revisit our childhood. I say this all the time and. We talk about our lifestyles and our family and friends. Maybe it's something you missed that wasn't totally complete. And once you grab that, it starts to become complete. Like for me, I'm a whole woman, so I don't need no one to give me any type of validation because every day I wake up, I know that I'm a great person and I want to be the change in the world that I would like to see. And of course, I'm a high head and all that, but my heart is definitely pure. So I know Mm -hmm. I am going somewhere when I leave this place. And the next one says here, part of my venting segment, when a crush hangs on. Oh, God. It's more like high school shit. I don't really have too many crushes. You know, I only crush on my boo, I guess. Yeah, he's my only crush. I crush on him. And Valentine's is definitely around the corner. I don't really have too many crushes. I just believe that it's one of those things that you should have, could have, would have, or it's just like butterflies. I don't know. What's your thing on crush? A crush. You had a crush on Frank before you started dating him? Yes. Okay, cool. But what, what is your definition of a crush? Because I, I have know. a crush on John Hatch, mean, and he's gay and married to um, another man. <laughs> okay, 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 good. I'm glad you said that. My crush would be Maxwell, the Ooh, singer. Yes. I don't know who I that guess is. That, that would be my crush. My crush would be Maxwell. Of course, I will, you know, be married to John, and then I'll be dating <laughs> Maxwell at the same time. It's like, I can't what? decide. No, I'm playing. I'm so playing. a crush can be something from afar that it's like... Like like you said, kind of high school. It's like little girlish. When a crush hangs on. So mahogany, dive into this about like, do you have a crush? Is there a crush? Like what's going on with the crush thing? So, no, I, I don't. I, for me, I think I'm, this is going to sound real shallow or whatever. I think I'm too old to crush. Lenny Kravitz is hot, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Like if I if he was ever attainable, I don't know if he would be my type, if that makes sense. So I don't know if I've crushed in middle school for sure. For sure. But as an adult, there's no person that I've crushed on. But again, I've been married. So, you know, those things don't come into my mind. We'll see. I mean, I definitely have an idea of a person who is very attractive to me, who's not a person that I know or have ever seen. I know what I like, but it's not a crush. 
Did you ever do you I, have any crushes right now or like do you look at anybody in the industry of entertainment that's that you say, Oh my god, he's so like, ooh, he's so cute or anything like that? Lenny Kravitz. Oh, that's it. Okay, Lenny Kravitz. Just, okay. Yeah, okay. he's just all of that to me. Okay. And humble, very humble. And he's a great father. You know, that steals my heart every time a great father. Okay. So yeah, it would be Lenny Kravitz. Steal my heart too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Dope, dope, dope. Great article. So dear sis family, we are excited about the whole dating game. We are looking forward to it. We have some gentlemen that decided to jump in the ring of things to get to know Mahogany very well. And I'm just excited about the whole thing. Valentine's Day is definitely coming. So I. Oh, I have am, a question for you guys. Yeah, what's up? What are you planning for Valentine's Day? I have no idea. I'll leave that oh, up to John. Okay. I personally don't. We don't really celebrate. Our anniversary is the 16th. Okay, so cool. We, we How many years? 27 years. 27, 27 years. years. But we've known each other. Okay, I nice. have so many questions, but it's not for the Dear Sis show. That's okay. That's, That's okay. okay. <laughs> That's fine. That is definitely fine. And next week, we're going to have an exciting guest. I have decided to invite more male guests onto the show just because they're nosy and they want to get involved and they listen to the Dear Sis podcast. And they definitely want to just be involved in the show, I guess. <laughs> They do, but you know this too. As a co-host, you know, they bother you as well. They have an idea. They have an opinion. They want to share it. And what what a great platform, like the Dear Sis podcast. So this is a great, yeah, great space for them to come. Yes, it's definitely a great platform. And speaking of platforms, this month is my fourth year. Wow. Yes. That's right. Congratulations. Yes. February. Yeah. That's right. Congratulations. Yes. And I'm glad Mahogany is here. I'm so grateful for her because she kind of gives me balance. And she also gives Frank a little more balance. Can I ask a question about the dating game? Yes. When is the reveal? Like what? We we waiting on mahogany. I mean, it's totally so, up to her. So are you so going to go on only I'm, one date or are you going to date? An, uh, you know, tell me, tell me. I want to know. So my plan is, is this on air? Okay. So my plan is to come to New Jersey in April. Okay. And what I need to do is coordinate with MJ and Uncle Frank on a day to come in April. Mm-hmm. Probably not the weekend of the sixth, maybe the following weekend, but that's something that we're going to flush out. Okay. And I think it'll probably just be one date okay. because I'm not paying for it. It's no, going to be out of somebody else's it. pocket. Okay. So I want to be conservative. Okay. So it's going to be I'm one excited. date. I'm excited. Okay. All right. That's- Are you? I'm excited. I, I'm really excited and I'm just shy. Anything is possible. I'm not going to put any barriers up okay we talked about valentine's day but i would be remiss if i didn't say that this is black history month so dear sis family if you have a little known black history fact email dearsis.world and you you might get an email read um, while we're on air so share your little black history fact we would love to talk about you on air thank you very much chris i appreciate you coming on and joining us thank you for having me (laughs) so yes dear sis family it is your girl mj and my fabulous is co-host mahogany and as you know we gotta go you've been listening to the dear sis podcast visit us online at dear sis.world today to leave a message or ask a question for our monthly q a with mj